don't know what's going on with my hair. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Thanks for checking out another podcast. Thank you for coming back. I'm holding a hairbrush. I don't know why. Coming over to you. Um, so this is episode 45. We spoke to Dave Beatty. Dave Beatty is random photographer that we speak to on Instagram. I think that's fair. Um, but he is like many of us, a hobbyist photographer, um, shoots a lot on film and, uh, we just really liked the work that he was doing and he put out a zine of kind of lockdown slash, um, just stuff that he was shooting at the time. His life had changed a lot. He'd become a parent, left Brighton and moved to Manchester. Um, well, yeah, thereabouts and was shooting a lot of different stuff. So kind of documented it in this zine. Um, and it's a mixture of like family and landscape, I guess, but like it's what he was shooting in this like uh, condensed period of time. Um, and kind of like bracketed by COVID and the COVID restrictions that were in place at the time. Um, and they're just, yeah, like it's really beautiful work and it was really interesting. So we wanted to talk to him about it. Um, I guess it was a project that he worked on that many of us kind of thought about doing, but he actually did it. He kind of documented his mm. life and outgoings during the lockdown period and decided to put a zine together. But, um, Kind of, yeah. kind of wish I would have done the same, I guess. But and I, I guess that's the point of it that he's put this body of work together, and it's really enjoyable to kind of look through. Yeah. So if you are listening to this, I mean, it's probably the best thing you'll have ever listened to. But if you should really watch it, because we talk a lot about the images, obviously, and um, you you won't be able to see and see any of them if you don't um, watch it. Other than when we spoke to him, which was a couple of months ago now, probably, um, we uh, he did say he still has some copies of the zine left. So if you want one, you can hit him up on Instagram. Um, and his link, his, his link to his account is in the description. And um, you should totally do that. For now, enjoy the rest of the episode. Stick around with what we're working on here at Front. Front is going to be a digital platform where you can create a profile upload the best work that you've got and sell that in print form. We'll deal with all the printing, the packaging and the posting, send it off to your customers and you can concentrate on the good part, which is just going out and taking those photos and enjoying yourself. So stick around. Obviously, there's going to be loads more features than that. Um, we will be launching real soon. If you haven't already, think about registering to our mailing list. Uh, there'll be a link in the description again. That is, let, it lets us gauge how many people are going to be on the platform when we do actually launch. There is a free version and a pro version. If you are registered to the mailing list, you'll have the a one-off, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to, to get Front Pro at a discounted price. After we initially launch, there won't be any more discounts. So the only way to actually get that offer is to be registered to the mailing list. Um, thanks for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have already registered to the mailing list. We really do appreciate it. And stay up to date with what we do over on our Instagram account. Uh, again, there'll be a link down below. But for now, enjoy the podcast. Drum more, please. Well, welcome back to a, another deep dive episode. This might even be the first one. No, we'll have another one out before yeah. this, I think. Yeah. Um, and we are here with Dave Beatty, aka Beatty Photo, 
B-E-A-T-Y-F-O-T-O. Welcome. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> Hi Jamie. Hi Luke. Yeah, thanks for thanks for chatting to me. Thanks for your time, mate. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for sending us a copy of your zine. This is what we're here to talk about. Cool. I wanted to ask you how to pronounce it. I know we've already spoken. Uh, um, I was going to say yeah. refuges, but I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I think I made the word up actually, but it's, it's refuges. So yeah. it's kind of about a refuge, like the plural of refuge. So a refuge, yeah. as in somewhere that you sort of take, yeah. you know, you take shelter from, and it's, the, it's the plural of that. But I kind of looked it up after I'd, after I'd actually even designed it and sent the designs off. I was like, oh yeah, I wonder what that word is. I couldn't <laughs> find it. I was like, oh Christ, I've yeah, made it up. But yeah, I like it. Like refuge kind of is refuge. No. Yeah. Yeah, but he yeah. got refuges in his yeah. son and his wife. Well, I like that because it was yeah. like, yeah, uh, it's like, like a like um, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we can we can talk about it, but it's kind of it's it's a dual thing. So one is it's the refuge that I take in my family, as and and the refuge that I also take from my family. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the that, from from my perspective, that was the kind of dual dual nature of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so effectively, this scene is about um your kind of lockdown experience and there's been a lot of changes in your own personal life which we'll talk about briefly in a moment but before we get into the actual zine itself Mm -hmm. just tell us a little bit about yourself how you got into photography what you enjoy shooting cool uh i'm i'm dave yeah i'm a photographer i live in the northwest of england just outside of manchester i'm not from there as you can probably tell by my accent i'm from brighton Um, But I moved up here a couple of years ago uh, to be with my wife's family. Um, I've got a young son, which uh, if you've seen that any of my photos on Instagram, you'll probably be aware of. I'm actually relatively new to photography. I think I started about five years ago. So I actually got a job working for a company called mpb.com, which is like a secondhand retailer. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah, some people might have heard of them. They're actually they quite big. Account a few times for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty big. If you're in, if you're into cheaper camera equipment, they're they're good to go. So I got a job as a, a, a marketing analyst for them. I knew nothing about cameras at all, but I had to learn all about cameras, like what different people were buying, what lenses went with what, what 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 was in fashion, what wasn't, and everyone who worked there was massively into photography. So it was like impossible not to get into it. Just like being absolutely surrounded by it all the time and also having access to the entire inventory of a of a camera shop like all the time just being able to like try stuff out was incredible um so i yeah i picked up i picked up a fuji x100 that was like my first camera stayed with the fuji system for a while um and then uh yeah like in a in a sort of classic classic move like my wife's cousin was like oh i've got this old film camera do you want to try it i was like yeah yeah sure it was like a canon ae1 but um honestly the first time i like shot i shot it i was like oh wow this is so this is so cool and like tactile and sort of tangible like the kind of crunch of of advancing the film i mean everyone it's such a cliche talking about it but i was like wow this is really awesome um obviously i've got my film back and everything was like dire and terrible and out of focus yeah um, but I kind of stuck with it. Yeah, I just I was just taking pictures of stuff. I had a little Instagram account, um, and I I started to be honest, enjoying shooting film more and more. And I I enjoyed 
the actual act of shooting digital cameras less and less. I, I just got more more connected to um, the way film kind of looked. And then I ended up, I found I just, I, I, for ages I had both film and digital and then I ended up just realizing I've not touched my digital camera for like a year, a year and a half. I was like, oh, I could do with a few hundred quid. Obviously working for MPB, I was like, oh, I can just sell it. So yeah. yeah so you gave yourself a five star rating there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then then I just like fully got into got into film. And then it was it was really in lockdown where there really was nothing else to do. So I lived in living living up outside Manchester. Um that was that was where the restrictions were the strictest for the longest period of time. So there was like the regional restriction from kind of October 2021. Um and then it was into when it was in the tier system, it was like straight into tier three. And then it was like the national lockdown. So whereas, yeah, yeah. So it was like for for a long period of time, it was like illegal to leave my house anywhere, anywhere that was further than like a 30 minute drive away. I think it was, it was like yeah. a 10 mile radius or something. So I pretty much had nothing to do except walk around and, and take pictures of things. It was like the only reason to sort of leave the house really, other than go to the shops. Um, and did you so, yeah. during this time? So this is obviously a transition into you now creating your zine, i.e. the the refuge yeah. zine itself. But yeah. did you were you aware that you were going to make a project like this, or during lockdown was it more the case that you were just collecting photos? You know, you were taking photos as much as you can, like you were before COVID and during COVID, or before lockdown and after lockdown, whatever it might be. But then you realised yeah. that you had this kind of body of work with yeah. to do with. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. So um, actually, I um, I started working with a, um, a lady called Marina, who you might know. She she actually runs the, the yeah, lab at Analog Wonderland. Yeah, Marina. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah, the free film thing. Yeah. So I started working with her as like a, a photography mentor. She does this mentorship. Yeah. So I was I was I actually started working with her um, just because I felt a bit stuck in a rut um, in terms of like what I was doing, because I was just taking pictures of like my streets and stuff yeah anyway one of the exercises that she kind of went through was to was to kind of shoot a roll of film over over a month or something and then we went through the photos and actually what I what I noticed was this kind of like dual subject matter where one was one was like all these like intimate photos of my family because that was what most of my life was mm. and then on the other side were these kind of like quite sparse uh, sort of like desolate views of the countryside where I'd like go out on these walks and it was like there was like, like looking looking for themes there were actually these kind of like dual themes that were emerging and it wasn't that I was like trying to seek either of those things out but it's like these these kind of things were there and I thought you know like talking with her I was like oh I could kind of lean into this actually and I could explore like why why is it I keep taking pictures that look like that and look like this like what's actually going on there that's drawing my eye to this and so part of the part of the book, I guess, was kind of was leaning into that and then and then exploring that a bit more. Yeah, that's great. Because I think the photos in the actual zine itself, as a as a collection of work, they're really powerful. And how you've laid mm, the zine thanks. out itself, you know, without giving too much away, because you should definitely buy one. But you've got you know, you've got the section about, you know, your son, the section about mm -hmm. your wife. Is it wife or partner? Yeah, wife, yeah. Yeah, so you've got the section about your wife, then you've got the section about both of them, which, mm -hmm. again, it's not like just photos of both of them together. It's kind of 
it portrays your kind of feeling towards them, I feel like. And then on top of that, you kind of end, end it with a nice, it, you know, you've called it your section, but your section yeah. is more about the photos that you've taken, not necessarily photos of just you, right? Or you in the Yeah, photo. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of, it, it, even though it's, you know, how many photos are in there in total? I think there's about 30, there's 36 pages. So I think there's, I think there's maybe like 24 24 yeah. images or something yeah so yeah so even though there's only say you know 25 photos give or take yeah it kind of showed it's kind of broken down really nice into these four sections but still collectively they're the building blocks that all kind of work together and i think that's yeah. a really it's got a really nice flow to it and again like it's nice for a kind of consumer to have a look through it and see that kind of like a little bit of an insight to kind of your life but it's also really relatable because we all kind of went through that right in our own aspects we were all in lockdown we were all trying to kind of stay sane and try and be there for others but on top of that you kind of moved away as well right so you had this kind of new place yeah to kind of yeah, yeah yeah you know, it was exactly. a new time in your life with your son being born right yeah yeah absolutely yeah it was this period of like massive change i don't like like so in 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 2019 back in the in the in the before times the yeah I was, I was living in i was living in yeah i was living in brighton with my wife um and then yeah in mid 2019 my son was born and then in early 2020 the coronavirus hit we decided to move up in that kind of like break in the restrictions in the summer of 2020 we decided to move we were kind of deciding to do that anyway but we decided to just go for it then um, because you know my wife wasn't at work at the time having just had a kid and stuff so logistically it worked mm-hmm. um, and then yeah there was like the additional lockdown and then the bleakest winter that anyone's ever experienced in England <laughs> and then um, and then yeah and then it, and then and then we moved we, we bought a house and I'd sort of got to this point where everything was opening up again and I was like you know not to well I guess I guess I was like well who am I because yeah, yeah. I can't even I can't even remember like so much has changed I've, I've lived I've moved across the country I'm yeah. now a father I'm like I, I live in a different place like I don't I don't know anyone around here and obviously like these are things that I I voluntarily did I'm not like yeah. moaning yeah. it's exciting that, but, and scary it's, yeah exactly but I guess there was like this point where I was like it's almost like I took stop and I was like hang on what's just what's just happened and, and what's going on so I guess I guess this book in a way was me sort of coming to terms with with that mm. I guess part of the it's, it's easy you know making a zine is quite interesting because I guess part of me is could say well who who am I to be talking about my experience when as you as you rightly say everyone's been everyone's had this kind of experience but I guess that's I guess that's kind of it, isn't it? Because I'm not really talking about everyone's experience. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about my experience. Yeah. And if there's if there's something that someone can relate to, if there's like a thread that someone can relate to in any of that, then that's that's fantastic. Yeah. And if I they can't, then that's that's cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very relatable because it reminds everyone of their time during lockdown. But personally, from you as well, to show, you know, to look back on this in. Mm you know, five, 10, 20 years is awesome. And it'd be really interesting. I don't know if you've already kind of thought about this, but to see like a chapter two almost, do you know what I mean? Like when yeah, life's got a little bit more settled or, you know, yeah. a period of time where, you know, maybe your son's a little bit older, that kind of thing. And just to see the kind of contrast, because 
you know, you yeah. might have photos that are not one of them might be in your house. Do you know what I mean? For argument's sake, or maybe yeah. they all are, but life looks very different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it'd be awesome to see that kind of journey. And that, like, again, from 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 someone who's picking up the book and having a look through the photos, that's what I think as well. Do you know what I mean? So not only am I thinking about your photography, but I'm thinking about you know your journey that also relates to my journey. Yeah. Even they're, they're different. Well, that's really cool. I mean, that's really that's really nice to hear. So, yeah, yeah thanks. Like in, really terms, cool. in terms of like the layout of the actual zine itself, it's really nice. Like the photos are really good quality. So, is, every, is everything in here shot on film or digital? Yeah, or yeah, yep. Yeah. All shot on my trusty Nikon FM2. Awesome. Um, yeah. And it's all shot. So, it's all shot. It's all shot on the same on the same camera on the same film stock, which is HP5. Yeah, it was either pushed to sixteen hundred or eight hundred, oh, wow. um, because I needed these like interior shots. So I needed like the flexibility, um, and I developed it all myself and scanned it all myself. Yeah, and edited it all. Um, it's a nice project to, to do. Yeah, it's really good. It's like it's like the full, That's the yeah. full the full loop sort of. Yeah. So I, I went through I went through like the whole thing. So yeah, that's been that was a really cool like extra bit, but I I didn't do that like. I, that's just part of my kind of photography hobby anyway is like all the developing and the scanning so yeah. it's really it's a really uh, satisfying process i think develop i don't like scanning but i like developing film yeah I'm scanning's like, okay but i love really? scanning because i sit here for a few hours i get to see my results i don't mind scanning i don't mind putting that time aside to do it first time i did it i was like there's no way this is going to work um, yeah it did and and still i've been doing it now for like a year and a half i think and yeah i feel like wow yeah yeah definitely yeah it's great yeah i still shit myself every time i do it yeah oh man yeah, <laughs> yeah. horrible like i'm cocked it up a few times yeah yeah like i'm always confident that there will now be a result like i that's what i used to worry about the most mm. but what i'm more worried about now is like you know folding the film stock or like you know do you know what i mean like denting it scratching it and it not being as good as it yeah. could be if i got, uh, got right. absolutely but to be honest man like i think that is that is something that i think i have had to learn to make peace with with yeah. self-developing and that there mm. will be scratches and stuff yeah. there's stuff that you can't control you know like dust on the yeah like dust on the felt of the thing can just yeah. scratch it slightly there's stuff that you just can't get rid of yeah. although i will say i've got way better at using photoshop to get rid of uh, yeah. like dust marks since doing this yeah. book honestly <laughs> i just like you would not believe the amount of dust that i had to remove from all of those images yeah <laughs> See, this is what makes me laugh people always say oh you know you, oh, you should use this camera or this lens or this film but really like okay fair enough yeah let's let's take hp5 for argument's sake yeah. not pushed or yeah not pushed just for the, for this yeah. side of argument we if we all shot the same kind of thing on the same kind of day we'd all develop it differently and we'd all scan it in differently and me and luke have been talking about this recently we'll probably be a video coming out soon about it but you've got to take in every single kind of you know s- step along the journey into to consideration yeah, to get this absolutely audience. how you scan it and yeah and then how you edit how it. you edit it as well right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's so it's so easy to get into like the paralysis of like what film and what developer and you know that's 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 kind of the good thing about that. But it can also be the thing that's almost a barrier in a way because there's so much choice you don't even you don't even know you don't even know what to do. You know. Yeah. 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 Cool. Right. Let's go back to this then. So, 
now let's talk a little bit specifically about some of the photos that kind of stand out I guess to the three of us so we, we've all picked a we've all picked a favorite I guess um, but all, all just you know if you're watching this all the photos are really really nice really good quality really nice grain to them um, but who wants to go first you go all right so the photo that I've chose that I really like is this one but I so the, the reason I like this, I have I haven't got any children, right? But I took a similar photo in my house of my missus, and she was she was I think she was like painting on our kind of dining table, mm-hmm. and my dog was in the background. But it just had this similar. It, it, I saw that, and it instantly reminded me of the photo that I'd taken. And it, you have it. it was during lockdown, and it just reminded me of like again trying to keep sane during lockdown mm-hmm. and i just mm-hmm. think this photo the more i look at it I, like don't get me wrong it's a it's a beautiful photo in terms of like the quality and you know the mm-hmm. lighting and stuff but to capture that kind of moment something simple like eating breakfast or lunch or whatever it might be yeah it's just a nice photo mm-hmm. that's all that's that's why oh, thanks man thanks, but i don't yeah. know if, um yeah i don't know if that you remember that day in particular or yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's um, that was one of the first ones, actually, from that first roll of roll of film. And the interesting thing about that is I like that photo actually took a, a lot of work to get out because it's it was like mega overexposed. There was something wrong with my camera's light meter at the time uh-huh. and the whole roll of film came out like really exposed. So actually, of all the photos, that's like probably one of the one of the worst in terms of like the exposure, like a lot of details actually lost on my son's face. But the, but it doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't even matter. Like it, like it's it's so easy to get hung up on the technical stuff. But actually, I really like. It's a really for me. It's just such this this great moment. I don't know. They're just sort of looking at each other. It's just this like glance where his little face is sort of turned up to her, and she's looking down at him. They're both eating toast. I don't know. There's just something simple in it. Uh, and I guess for me, you know, with the two the two people that I love the most in that photo, it's just. For me, it just sort of really captures captures a particular mood. Yeah, yeah. the um, you'd, you'd never know as well that the exposure wasn't right. Looking at it, like mm-hmm. as the end result, there's no way that you uh, that you'd be able to to tell that. So I think, like you yeah. said, it just captures that. Is it captures a nice moment within the household that you will look at and cherish. Look again, you know. As you said, yeah, you know, if you're in a studio getting paid hundreds of pounds to take someone's portrait, I'd get that you want to be more specific with the lighting yeah, yeah. and so on and so forth. But that's the beauty of photography, right? If you capture the moment. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's the, you know, like part of the process is sort of being able to understand the importance of, of the actual image itself and separating like the idea of sort of technical perfection or getting too hung up on like what you want to do with it actually actually looking at what's been produced and just reflecting on that and taking taking the value that that gives back to you i guess cool yeah yeah it's a good one as well like i like it just compositionally that you've got the kind of plants in the foreground and then over to the other side as well and it's kind of it's kind of wide angle that you might Mm -hmm. i don't know what sort of lenses you shoot with or anything but it seems like quite a wide uh thing which i don't know yeah it's actually it was actually with a 50 mil so it's actually not like super it's actually not super wide but it's just i've got an, like an open plan 
like lounge and diner. So it's I'm like, like two hundred meter, but living yeah, it's just like my huge house, you know. Like it's just so big. That's actually a five hundred mil lens. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, it's just basically that's often where I, I, you know, like that particular view is yeah. an exact view that I've seen day after day, whatever, you know, like for that, like that's interesting that that stuck out to you because for me, that's something that I see a lot of value, but it means a lot to me just because that that's such a sort of like familiar scene for me. But it's just, it's just really, it's so interesting to see how how other people see that and what yeah. meaning they take from it. Yeah. Well, like I said, when it, when it reminded me of the photo that I took, Mate, I was up against my window, like <laughs> I know, I know like, what you mean. Like drive, like, leaning like, back as hard as yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but I can definitely relate to it. But yeah, it's a beautiful photo. Yeah, yeah. Luke, what's your, what's your one? Yeah, I think I think your wife's giving your son a haircut. I could tell immediately it was shot on film, and um, I just kind of really like the fact that you managed to get that shot. With, yeah, with uh, yeah, that without yeah. shooting digitally. I like, I love photos of that kind of angle and like that mm -hmm. kind of, it feels quite intimate. It's quite like um, everything's happening quite close together, but also similarly to Jamie, it's reminded me of like giving our kids haircuts during lockdown and yeah. how much of a fun, yeah. Well, laugh at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, well, I suppose we would kind of do that a bit anyway, but our son had just gotten to the age where he didn't need um, us to, well, we he, we could take him for a haircut, and then obviously we have to stop doing that again. So yeah. Um, yeah, doing all that kind of thing, but it's a very like lockdown activity, isn't it? Giving yeah, yeah, haircuts, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's just the I love the 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 kind of the angle that that's been taken at, and like the way that it's framed and everything. It really, it's just yeah, it's a great photo. And it's oh, a personal thanks, photo as well, isn't it? Like, thanks. you know, so many like so many people would take a photo after the haircut. Oh, give us, you know, give us a smile when really you'd have that photo every time. But to get that kind of, you know, action kind of shot in your life. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And the light, yeah, yeah. lighting oh. on your, um, where's it gone? The, the lighting on your son's face is beautiful. Yeah, like, just the, yeah. And it kind of leads you towards what's going on. It's really nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Luke. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my one of my favourites. I think that mm. that shot. I think, yeah, so the lighting, the texture, like the texture of the film grain and mm. the way it sort of all comes together. And and you can, it's like my my son's face is like so neutral. Yeah. And then and then you can see like my wife in the background, like yeah. really trying to like, you know, yeah. like she's kind of out of focus. Because I had to, it's like all these are shot almost all wide open because shooting film indoors is really yeah. tricky. Even pushing it, you know, you're really, it's really tricky to actually get uh, like a shot. So with that one, yeah. I had to, I literally had to, obviously he's, he's two years old, so he's really small. So I had to like literally lie on the floor, yeah. like right underneath his nose and focus it. So yeah, yeah, it came out, it came out absolutely absolutely perfect i'm yeah. really 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 proud of it that's nice yeah, nice. yeah. i think it reminded me again similarly of like i had some delta what is it 3200 mm -hmm. had a few shots left um and it was christmas and so when we were doing the christmas tree i took a few photos of the kids putting the lights up and it was good because there was a little bit of extra light and yeah. stuff like that but it had that similar kind of had to like get in close to be able to capture that bit of light and stuff like that but um 
yeah just it just remind me of that sort of thing yeah thanks yeah, very yeah. Good. And what about you, Dave? What's yours? What's the one that stands out to you? I mean, they all uh, stand out, right? But what's yeah, one, yeah. one of your most favourite? Um, I think the one that I like is the one of my son. It's like a profile of my son looking forward. It's one of the one of the earlier ones, and he's mm. like lying down. Mate, that is so nice, and I'm so yeah. glad that you did this on a two-page full. You know, you know, no border around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite a sort of like a strong choice. I like. I tried to play like in 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 creating the zine. It's interesting because I, I was like sort of trying not to make it just too repetitive of just like image, image, image. So, but that that image, I I just I really like. I think it just sort of captures captures his sort of like face really perfectly. One thing that I didn't realize that I was doing as well. If, if you look at it, there's like a there's a dark sofa or a chair behind him. Just, yeah. but right behind his face yeah. and the effect of it is he's got a really strong outline of his face so it really really highlights it because it's like against this sort of dark background and that was like I hadn't thought about that when I was taking the photo but actually the effect of it really sort of like pronounces the the, the kind of portrait of it yeah. Um, yeah it's almost like you couldn't plan that because of how kids are and taking photos yeah exactly yeah, exactly exactly no way no yeah, so getting the, but yeah, that I, I did, when I saw that photo originally, I did uh, pick up on that. There's a very strong, yeah, profile, the kind of the shape of the mouth and the nose and everything, but I hadn't noticed that that's why it was. It's a really good point, yeah. Mm. And I think yeah. as well, it's like, um, that, like, you know, not knocking any of the photos in here, but we've all taken like series of photos and you've put them together in a collection, whether it be a zine or, you know, just for personal use or Instagram, whatever it might be. Um, but there's certain photos that will always kind of stand out. And I think that one there is the sort of one that you would get printed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. You could have that on your wall. It's like, you know, it's that kind, it's got that kind of vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? Like you could have yeah, that absolutely. beautiful photo, regardless, you know, it's kind of like a timeless photo, even though, yeah. you know, clearly your son's a certain age, but you can always look at that and appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Where the other photo, again, with all the other photos, they work really, really well together as a collection so you can pick up and always cherish. But that is a standalone piece. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so that's probably, yeah, either that or, to be honest, the hair cutting one that you picked up on. But yeah, those two, those two are probably my favourite. But as you say, it's really difficult in a, when I've created a zine, it's all, I, I had to work so hard to get it down. I think that the project that I did, I shot um, four rolls of film yeah. and then got that down to just like 20, 23 or 24 images. Mm. So wow. there's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of, it's actually, it's actually much harder than you would think to sort of well, like try and pick your favorites. So I'd sort of decided to do, I shot them over the course of about two and a, two and a half months. That's nice. Yeah. That's really, really yeah. good. Yeah. I, love and I really like the uh, landscapes as well. Cause is, is that in the Peak District? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, I, I've only been to the Peak District a handful of times, but I like me personally, I always look. Uh, the only reason I've only been there a handful of times is because it's a bit of a drive to get there. You know what I mean? But personally, that's the sort of thing that I like to walk around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I always take photos, you know, digital or film. I'm never as I'm never that happy with them. If you know what I mean, I'm kind of yeah. openly critical about them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Some of the photos there are really nice, especially the one looking over the. I think it's like a lake or something, but yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, 
thank you so much. Um, no worries. Again, um, oh no, I won't say that now. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's honestly been awesome to talk to you about the zine. Um, have you still got some for sale? Yeah, I've got about, I've got a few left. I've, I do have a few left. So I guess if people are interested, um, just DM me on Instagram. I don't have a I don't have like an e-shop or anything, so it would have to be just like sent out. But yeah, that'd be yeah, yeah. that'd be really cool. Happy to happy to share them. So awesome. yeah, that's it. Is so yeah, I'm gonna stay on my. I've got like a bookshelf, and then I've got like a like a. I was going to say a bookshelf then, but I've got a zine shelf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like one where you can sit it and it kind of, you can see the front rather than stack it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like yeah. one of those small shelves. And that's where it sits oh, on thanks, my, man. in my living room on view. Um, so yeah, it's definitely awesome. stay there for the, yeah. yeah for a long time. Um, and yeah, by the way, awesome front cover. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah great, cheers. Great. Yeah. yeah like, classic, classic mirror selfie. Yeah, but it's like, there's not really many right of me way. in that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's used in the right way because it's so personal. And again, like, yeah. I'd always encourage people to make projects like this, regardless if you think it's shit in the future or not. Mate. It's yeah. important to always pick it to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Do it for yourself, and then everyone else will in, will see the passion in it. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think, yeah. To add to that, I think doing this was just so so valuable for me as a, as a photographer but even even as a person and as a as a father you know all of that just being able to reflect on that and to to go through this process of really thinking about why I'm taking these images to put them together into a narrative even to assemble it in my own mind mm. to then to then put it on paper it's a really powerful exercise and you, you know I don't think that you have to do something really personal or really profound to to make a zine it can be about anything yeah. but I think just the process of getting something down on paper or like actually getting a print of something or actually having something tangible in your hand is something that's that's really valuable and it's really easy to it's really easy to be a photographer for years and never print anything or never never make anything yeah. you just have it all on Instagram or or Flickr or whatever you want to do stuff, or you can have your own website, but actually to just make a make make a small piece of work, curate it, and then have it printed, and then to to hold it, to, to watch people look at it themselves is just just amazing. And it's not it's not that expensive. I think making a photo book is really expensive. That's a that's a big undertaking. But making a zine, it's self-published. I think it cost me about 50 pounds to get like 40 copies done or something. It's really not. It's not it's not that expensive all in all so yeah and even if you only make one do you know what i mean do it for yourself yeah exactly yeah. exactly it's friends and family whoever it yeah is, yeah it would be important like, i think i think i recommend that that anyone any anyone has a go and does it it's, it's such a such a great thing to do thank you to dave that was a lovely chat that <laughs> this is a new thing we're trying we're going to do a little outro because the podcast always ends really abruptly um and it's weird so thanks for thanks for watching that hope you enjoyed um that chat with dave and you enjoyed his pictures and yeah hit him up for a copy of the zine and stuff like that um but we were just thinking like what can we do as an outro and um i want to recommend a film maybe we'll do this more regularly but i just watched a film called paris 13th district and it's um black and white film from like last year i think 
and uh, it's really beautifully shot and it really inspired me to go out and shoot some uh, some black and white images which I don't really do often but it gave me some inspiration for doing that um also like it was written by Celine Siama who is um objectively like the 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 greatest living um film director alive at the moment um that's not opinion it's just fact and um yeah you should go and check it out I'll put a link like it's on Mubi which you can sign up for for free we're not sponsored by them but we totally should be after this thanks Mubi yeah yeah yeah. and um yeah because I'm quite pretentious I like to watch a lot of like world cinema essentially it's like is it in English not really interested is it in another language that'll do I'll watch it um and especially if it's black and white and French then like I'm all in but uh yeah it's 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 a really great film um so yeah go, let us go. know what you think if you have watched it if you haven't watched it drop a comment down below let us know what you think of it but for now thank you for checking out this podcast episode if you did like it think about subscribing to our YouTube channel or following us on Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever the hell you're listening to this or watching this stay tuned for the next one Thank you. Bye. Drum roll, please, again. I don't know. (laughs) Out. We're out.